0: Hello, Rachel.
1: Hi, Brian. So,
0: how was your week?
1: It's just been like uh, this week was like a year. Everything's crazy. Whistles are blowing. It's like (laughs) that transcripts are flying. (laughs) Transcripts (laughs) are flying. And, like, I feel like, you know, when you're on your private jet and you hide your weed in a cereal box. And all you want to know is that it's going to be there when you return. Yeah, well,
0: it's a private jet. It should be whatever you leave there should be be there when you get back.
1: And then it's not there because you're not allowed to take weed to Israel. (laughs) That's the worst that
0: happened to me last week. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, there are no assurances in life (laughs) anymore. Nothing is certain. We're in a
0: brave new world, a terrible new world. We're going to talk about it. This is this week in Nope, the podcast
1: where we shut it down. Is no my is no my number is no. Mm. You need
0: to let it go. Mm. You need to let it go. Mm. Need to let it go. Okay, Rachel. So um, terrible week. I have one exciting thing I'm doing yeah, tonight. Yeah, you're going
1: to see Madonna I'm tonight. I'm going to see
0: Madonna. Yeah, I haven't seen her since like 2000. The year 2000.
1: This is a hot ticket. That I know. You got. I know.
0: It's at BAM. It's a small venue, so she can make sure she fills Bam. it up.
1: BAM. It's going to be epic.
0: Brooklyn Academy of Music and. um you know, the only thing I'm worried about is, like, I don't know really any of her music since 2000, so I'm hoping that she does the golden oldies.
1: I'm sure she will. She's,
0: like, 70 now, I think. <laughs> She's,
1: like, <laughs> 170. No, but she looks fabulous, and her dancing is as good as ever.
0: We'll see about that. Okay, we'll I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> okay, I'm a let's, jump, let's jump. Let's jump into the elephant in the room. We had oh one of the most God. eventful. So we're recording this on Wednesday. We had one of the most eventful days in... Recent American political history. Rachel, I can't even begin to describe it. That's yeah. your specialty. Sorry,
1: well, the gummy, squeaky <laughs> gears of justice appear to finally be turning, which is good. Yeah, I
0: guess. They're slowly moving. They're we, were, we were just watching the the Trump press conference. That's why we're, well, we're recording a little bit late. We you are. You wouldn't know that. Yeah. It
1: was, as expected, a bunch of word salad nonsense from someone who is completely Demented, Unhinged, right? And so
0: people would ask him questions about the impeachment and the Ukraine issue, the Ukraine phone call, which is all anybody should be talking about. And he didn't even talk about the United Nations. He was there. He just kept talking about like black like,
1: unemployment and the wall, the wall, like natural
0: barriers in the wall, and the like electoral
1: his, college and
0: Hillary's emails, of course. So. Par for the course, really. Par for
1: the course. So, um, so let's just sort of talk about what's going on. Right. So, there's this whistleblower, this person who complained to the inspector general about in
0: the national intelligence infrastructure somehow. Yes, right.
1: filed an official whistleblower complaint about this call that Donald Trump had with the leader of Ukraine. A guy named Vladimir Zelensky
0: Now let me just interrupt here The only good thing To come out of all of this Is mm-hmm. that people are now Correctly calling it Ukraine Instead of The, the Ukraine. Ukraine right? And
1: as two Jews Who are originally From Ukraine well, The crap, Ukraine The
0: fact that It was the Ukraine It's like a, a day in Hollywood A night in the Ukraine That is why right, They call right. it that So our shtetl was there We either we were Had expelled. the good sense To get out Or <laughs> ran the fuck Out of there
1: But So that's the silver line and People are finally, <laughs> okay, finally Just calling it Ukraine. So this call is at the center of this controversy. And um, after Nancy Pelosi finally went forward and made this great speech yesterday saying that the Democrats are going forward with an impeachment inquiry, the White House released what it said was, you know, a transcript or a readout of this call between Trump and Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Apparently, Zelensky did not know that his half of the transcript was going to be released. He thought it was just going to be Trump. Right, and his
0: half was just completely like bootlicking, like, oh, Mr. Trump, we love you so much. That's the only reason I was elected As I learned from your playbook. And by the way, when I was in New York, I stayed at the Trump Tower. Which is
1: like, okay, emoluments. That's like, (laughs) I mean, that's just like another layer. We can't even go there. But But the heart of the issue was that in exchange for military aid that the Ukraine, that Sorry, that Ukraine desperately needs. <laughs> See, even you. To, right, to fend off <laughs> Russia, of which they've been in like a five year conflict with. In exchange for that, Trump was asking the Ukrainians to investigate Joe Biden <laughs> and his son Hunter. He who literally
0: is, said, Do me a favor. Do
1: me a favor like, and look into he this. He said,
0: Call or g- you'll get a call from Rudy Giuliani or Bill times. Barr. Okay, Rudy Giuliani, who is his personal lawyer. Or Barr, who is the head of the Justice Department of the United States of America. Who
1: works for us and should not be working for works Trump for the
0: Constitution and should not be investigating with a foreign power, digging up dirt on Trump's you know, political, you know, adversaries. adversaries. Yes.
1: Right. And I mean, the funny thing is like Hunter Biden is this like he's sad He's become the
0: sack. vortex of like, he's like the lame, the black sheep of the Biden family. He's the canary
1: in the coal <laughs> mine. He's like, I mean, this guy, he got- You wrote about him for wrote, Vanity Fair. Yeah. I did. I wrote about him in June before all this happened. But like, and what, what my take was, was that Hunter Biden is the best thing that could ever happen to Joe Biden. Because if the Republicans just like, fixate on this ridiculous tinfoil hat conspiracy they'll tie themselves up in knots there's nothing to it and you know it'll be good for joe biden in the end
0: right and this was more than a favor because we were um supposed to be giving aid to arm ukraine against in its fight against it's very serious very serious (laughs) stuff and just before this call trump held up that aid then he had the call then he still held it up in the senate this fucking republican senate actually overrode him to send the to send the aid right so he was basically holding it up it took his own party to actually override him which they never do and uh, I mean I could not write a script of something that is more you know transparently a conspiracy and possibly treason in my mind.
1: I, it is treasonous. And this happened right in the wake of the Mueller. Right. It was report like a few me. days after. So it's kind of like he was emboldened. He felt like I got away with that. He's feeling immortal. Yes. What else can I do? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to call <laughs> up Zelensky and ask him to investigate. And they're kindred
0: spirits because Zelensky was uh, like a TV comedian.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yes. So like yes. Deep. We've talked about him before. Yes, yes. yes.
0: And Trump was a TV comedian, <laughs> so, a, well, at least a clown.
1: Yes. <laughs> a, a clown in a clown car so they, are, <laughs> they can get into their car together. I mean, this is so disturbing. It is like, I know we're laughing about it, but it is very upsetting. It is a real disgrace. I think
0: this is the moment. I mean, I know people are skeptical. We've been through so many things before. The Mueller report, nothing sticks. Nobody gives a shit. But I think the difference here is that this is a scandal. And I think Nancy Pelosi thought about this. This is a scandal that can be described to the American people in one sentence. Yes, It is very Difficult to describe, you know, collusion and and obstruction and things like that. But when you say the president of the United States used his power to get a foreign country to investigate, dig up dirt on his political adversaries, that's all you need to say. Yes. Anyone who thinks that that's constitutional. Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like, what
1: planet are you living on? Lindsey Graham is living on yeah, that like planet. Yeah, like he ripped
0: off his lizard mask and, like, rushed to the defense of Trump.
1: It's funny that the only um senator who has come out with even, like, a remote condemnation is Mitt Romney. And he's, like, <laughs> very <laughs> religious. No, and, like, funny. he's probably the only one they don't That's have a compromise. No, they conscience. don't have compromise oh, on him.
0: think so? I, yeah, totally.
1: Um, I think the whole we fucking... We always thought
0: they had compromise on uh, Lindsey
1: Graham. 100% they do. There's no <laughs> other way to... To explain his behavior. So anyway, they're all on grinder. They're all on grinder. Russia, Ukraine, they, have they all know accounts. it. <laughs> They've all like fucked Russian <laughs> Ukrainian. prostitutes, Ukrainian <laughs> prostitutes, golden showers, the works. Okay, this so is, good. <laughs> this is going off, it's the a little okay. off the rails. Okay, rails,
0: right? So um, this is such an important one, Rachel. I'm going to give you the honor this, of shutting okay. this down. Can this I is... please have the honorary?
1: Nope, shut no, it down. No, shut this
0: all, whole make fucking thing down. Just make it stop. I have a much more clear plot line here. It's about uh, WeWork. Have you been in a WeWork recently?
1: Uh, yeah, of course. Who I hasn't? In, I was
0: in a WeWork this morning. Oh, the company good. I work with is situated in a WeWork. Josh uh, works
1: at a WeWork.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's nice. There, there, I mean, no disputing. The decor is very nice, but it, there's something a little bit off there. Yeah, right. It's just like you're there and it's like you're kind of in another world. You're like in WeWork world. Yes. Well, we know who's to blame or to credit for that is Adam Newman, Mm -hmm. who is the founding CEO and visionary of WeWork. He conceived of this. I'm sorry, it's now called We, just We, We, the We Company, which is a name that he sold back to the company for six
1: million dollars. He has good hair.
0: I don't know, he has hair. <laughs> yeah, a lot <laughs> of definitely it. Definitely a lot of hair there. <laughs> so, this week, after basically running the company into the ground, he was finally forced to step down. It turns out that their IPO, which was planned to be in the imminent future, was postponed, which basically means it was killed for for the time being. Uh-huh. The company only has five months of cash left in the bank, which That's means shocking. what's going to happen to all those startups in that little uh, rabbit warren of every floor of every WeWork? They're going to be evicted.
1: This is going to like precipitate it's gonna, it's gonna, a real estate it's, crisis. It's,
0: it's going to crash the internet economy. Uh, These people are going to have nowhere to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll find that they It'll can just work out. At home and, and It'll be and good for Starbucks. Will be fine. And whoever's
0: selling Wi Fi routers yeah. at home, right? So. SoftBank, its uh, largest investor, who, by the way, is all Saudi money, they cut the valuation based on all of this from $47 billion, that's where they had invested at the last valuation, to $20 billion, right. which is a huge haircut. and it's The
1: biggest ever, I think. <laughs> yes,
0: that's right. It's the biggest single... Didn't Kara Swisher say this? Yes. It was the big, biggest single loss of shareholder value in the shortest in amount the of time of ever, In the history of American business. In the history of capitalism. <laughs> well done, Adam Newman and your hair. Um, and basically, now that people people are really beginning to look at it they're realizing it's one big real estate scam they're basically buy, you know renting real estate putting some nice furniture in subletting it out at a huge multiple they're just basically the world's biggest subletter that happens to have like beer and cold brew on tap
1: right and they managed to convince investors that they're a tech company so right. they're valued like a tech company That's but right. they're not
0: they are not <laughs> and um, Adam Newman is a character, right? We already knew that he was self-dealing. Not only did he sell the name We back to the company, but he actually owned a lot of the real estate that he was then leasing leasing back to the company. Questionable. Nothing to look at here, nothing to see here. But then finally, the final straw is this week... Thanks to the Wall Street Journal, who's been doing great journalism both on WeWork and on uh, on the uh, whistleblower. I scandal. know. Who would have thought that Rupert Murdoch would be leading leading the leading the forefront. charge. No, yeah, they here. They do
1: good journalism. So they
0: did a whole profile of Adam Newman and how basically he ran WeWork, both like his personal pocketbook and like a cult um he said that he was uh both mark zuckerberg and Sheryl sandberg together in one person (laughs) he's
1: like jesus (laughs) sybil it's like multiple personality
0: like he's what they're one person <laughs> one right. person. So it started talking about his antics and no one of them alone is that ridiculous but when you when you piece them all together the
1: totality it, the is,
0: totality the, the the sum is greater than the parts. Yeah, I
1: think <laughs> Dick Costolo who was the former CEO of Twitter had a great quote in one of those journal articles. He was just like This is not (laughs) normal behavior. No,
0: it's not. So you mentioned the whole pot stuffed in a cereal box. That actually happened with Adam Newman. Mm -hmm. He he decided the whole WeWork was going to go vegan, so he banned workers even out of the office expensing meals that included meat, even though he is not a vegetarian himself. Uh, He and his wife ordered staffers to their private homes, of which they have many, to fix stuff. Um, He had raucous staff parties at retreats with uh, tequila that cost $110 a bottle. That actually doesn't sound like that much. And his wife, Rebecca Paltrow Newman, cousin of Gwyneth. Gwyneth Paltrow... Um, she would fire employees who were just a few days into the job by saying, "quote She didn't like their energy. Their energy, yeah. yeah.
1: She's very into energy. Yes.
0: But can I, you imagine? I, that's what I want to invest in a company that's run on the <laughs> the founder's wife's perception of energy.
1: Is that legal? Like, no, how? none like, of, it's, how legal. Could you fire none of it's legal. None on their energy? He has a
0: fiduciary to his shareholders. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do this shit.
1: This is crazy. <laughs> this is it. This is so we always crazy. knew
0: something was wrong with WeWork, and finally, like, there's some corporate oversight like harris switcher made this point too is that like the whole point is that the board has been negligent that's the job of a board is to oversee the ceo the ceo works for the board even if they control the shares the board is supposed to provide oversight and they were not doing it so they finally fired him changed his voting shares so that he doesn't actually control the company replaced him with a bunch of other people who hopefully will be a little less cultish and maybe WeWork can save itself, so that all these poor startups aren't like left out on the street.
1: Well, they're gonna be like hat in hand, like getting some of that like Saudi dollar dollar in five <laughs> months. <laughs> like, middleman, forget like,
0: SoftBank, just go to you know MBS. MBS. <laughs> just go to MBS. Hope you don't get dismembered.
1: I don't know who else is gonna I mean, fund this nonsense. If they fund it, it's gonna be at a much lower valuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's gonna take a long time for WeWork to rebuild if it even can. So I've been waiting to give WeWork or as they say we a nope for a long time but the time is finally here the time (laughs) is now there's no greater time like the present we work out of Newman nope 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 nope
1: Nope.
0: okay uh, I have a very quick item about another um company that's been brought down to earth. Uh, you've heard of the company Comscore, right? Of
1: course. They do all of the internet they metrics. They measure the
0: internet traffic. It's the basis for like the advertising rates. It's uh, pretty much the whole digital economy runs on numbers from Comscore. Exa-
1: it's like the gold standard. It is.
0: And the homepage um, doesn't hesitate to say so. It says, Comscore is the trusted currency for planning, transacting, and evaluating media across all platforms.
1: Yeah, there are executives whose like salary compensation and com- is, is like, it's like tied by to Comscore right. numbers. So it's yes. a
0: trusted currency. But the one thing they could not trust is their own currency. Because <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that Comscore is a viper's nest of fraud. <laughs> and uh, this week they were fined by the SEC. They found that they inflated their revenue by $50 million. They were fined $5 million. And the former CEO, Serge Mata, was uh, fined $700,000. And That doesn't uh,
1: seem like a lot to me. But I well, don't know. Five,
0: how... $50 million is a lot. Yeah. For the company to be fined. They,
1: they were fined fifty million? Fifty or? million. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean
0: it's not Facebook. Right. It's still Comscore, right? Yeah. So apparently though, this has been an open secret all along about how they monkey with the numbers and not just their own revenue, but also with the actual measurement of internet traffic, which is really important stuff if you're in that business. Right. right. So
1: you can bribe them to like juice your yes. numbers. Yes. That's but so right. Fucked up. Right. It's like
0: Ukraine all over. Yes. It's like Ukraine in the internet oh, economy. My God. So as far back as two thousand ten, ComScore was accused of operating a quote de facto protection racket by offering more advanced metrics to paying customers, and some journalistic outfits uh, were using its free tools and suspected that ComScore was grossly undercounting its numbers because they weren't the paying clients. Oh. So they downscored, they they, they downplayed the uh, free clients' numbers and pumped up the paying clients.
1: That's so fucked up, and that's probably why a lot of journalists were like, <laughs> out let of go, business. That's yeah. right.
0: because the normal, the good companies wouldn't pay their racket money.
1: Oh my God! And this so is it looked so like they upsetting. weren't getting any. Traffic. This That's is right. So disturbing. Well, for whatever
0: it's worth, they've had four CEOs since this guy Serge Mata left a few years, a couple of years ago, and their stock at its high was at fifty-eight dollars and fifty cents, and it's now at two dollars and twenty-four cents. <laughs>
1: Sounds too hot. <high. laughs> two dollars and twenty-four
0: cents. <laughs> too hot. <high>. <laughs> short that stock. Okay. So quickie, but nope to ComScore. Nope score. to ComScore. Rachel, both you and I, to some extent, make our living on the digital economy.
1: Absolutely. We do. I want an honest broker.
0: I want fair measurement.
1: Well, there there needs to be oversight. I mean, maybe yes, They need a board. They need or soft
0: bang, maybe SoftBank should invest in Comscore.
1: Or it could be like a trust free network. Those the Comscore numbers should be on the blockchain
0: on the blockchain, tethered to the blockchain. Tethered to the blockchain. Comscore? Comscore? Yeah.
1: Nope. Call us.
0: Nope, call us. We know how to fix we this problem. We have a solution. Problem. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to turn to a much more serious, which is to say ridiculous topic right now, um, which comes as all my news does from the New York Post. And a week ago, an item caught my eye Uh, The headline speaks for itself. It says, women are flocking to plastic surgeons to fix resting bitch face.
1: RBF. It is the scourge of our modern (laughs) civilization. I'm
0: always hesitant to say resting bitch face because I feel like it's a little sexist. It's very
1: gendered, but a lot of women joke about it, that they have it. Right. So
0: it's a thing that that I guess you can say. And it profiles Hope Davis, a 42-year-old woman from Red Bank, New Jersey, quoted as saying, I was like, oh, great. I look mad in the middle of the party. I look like a sourpuss. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest curse in the world. You have to look happy all the time. Why
1: do you have to look happy all the time? Now, There's no reason to look happy. If you look like a
0: sourpuss, own it. <laughs> look like a sourpuss, punum. <laughs> Just look like it. <laughs> Some of our finest it. Americans are... RBFs. Yes. Okay. So um, Hope Davis went to her plastic <laughs> surgeon. She wanted help. She said she didn't want a Joker smile, but a pleasant, resting look. Um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> this has become very popular. Uh, Dr. David Schaefer, a Park Avenue plastic surgeon, said that over the last year, requests for <laughs> RBF <laughs> surgery. <laughs> It says that they have doubled, and he blames the Kardashians <laughs>
1: oh. and selfies
0: because he said, "quote They force people to look down at their phone, which accentuates the resting bitch face."
1: Oh, when you look, down.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You look bitchier when you look down. I mean, you have a choice about where to I look mean, when you take I'm a just selfie. To think
1: this through. When you look down, you look (laughs) bitchy. I guess so. Okay. Okay.
0: So um, here's the details very briefly of the uh, procedure. He uses uh, hyaluronic fillers. Uh, He injects them into your marionette lines. I didn't know I had marionette lines. Um, And underneath the lips to, quote, reorient the mouth.
1: Okay. I don't want (laughs) my mouth reoriented. (laughs)
0: My mouth is fine. The orientation of my mouth is fine just the way it is so i was intrigued by this article i was thinking about it all week and then this week to my surprise I opened the post again and I realized that this trend is not just for resting bitch face. It's also for resting bro face, okay. which is the male, version. the male version. It is spreading to men and it is a huge trend now it's a among huge men. Problem. And they tell the story of a guy who got tr- treated for resting bro face. He goes through the same procedure. And then at the, in the article, they reveal that the one guy they could find who did this is actually the woman's husband.
1: Wait, <laughs> Davis? <laughs>
0: Hope Davis <laughs> the guy is her husband.
1: Wait, so so they're were like we're going to do a two-part they're competing. Do <laughs>
0: you think they like went under the knife like side by side like with their pinkies
1: linked? I think so. I think So think... it was
0: a competition. Do you think she got the RBF surgery or treatment and then he's like, "Damn, I want that."
1: He's like, "I want in on that. We can't have one of us <laughs> looking happy and one of us
0: <laughs> looking bitchy." <laughs>
1: But what I don't understand is like <laughs> if they saw beauty in each other and are together and got married, they obviously like each other's faces. They're... They
0: did, but then one of them changed the face and they realized that like she was an eight and he's still a six.
1: No, but why why is the Ferbissina Punem lower <laughs> in value than the happy Punham? No, it's like, all relative. Can't you just I think that some of the most beautiful people on earth have rbf they look intriguing yes it's like they're
0: they're you know preoccupied with something like, very deep like what are, are, like, right, what are like, they thinking
1: what are you so mad about
0: <laughs> right. so anyway this guy the husband his name his name is josh numbers <laughs> strictly by the numbers strict josh numbers so,
1: this is made up. These people do <laughs> not exist. Like,
0: like Kara Swindle, Josh Numbers, says, before the surgery, I was like, whoa, I have resting bro face. My mouth was sagging down, and I always kind of looked ready to start an argument. And now, he says, now I don't look dead inside.
1: Okay, but he is dead inside. <laughs> he's clearly
0: dead so inside. So why not he's look, what you are,
1: look like what you are? Stay in your lane. <laughs> if
0: you're a bro, if you're a bitch, just look the part. Just
1: own it. You're deceiving people by getting this surgery. It's deceptive advertising.
0: Yeah. Right? If you're a bitch or a bro, just own it. Nope. Nope, no. Hope Davis. Nope, Josh Numbers.
1: No, you should renew your vows. How, how do <laughs> yeah. we know your marriage is going to last now it's that you not, no longer it's have? It's over.
0: It's <laughs> over. Go see a marriage counselor. Nope. nope shut it, shut down. it down. Nope. Okay. I have one more weirdo story here. Okay. Um, so uh, here at Nope, we respect all forms of sexuality, gender identity. It's not for us to say. People find all kinds of things attractive, and I say more power to them. Yes. You agree. Of course right?
1: I do. Of course. It was by Visibility yeah. Day this week. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah. more power to him. Yes.
0: Um, and then there's Mark Ronson. And, <laughs> He's uh, in a he league mean, of his own. <laughs> He's in a league of his own. Like, <laughs> like Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell in the 1995 film Hanks. of the same name. <laughs>
1: No crying in baseball.
0: Uh, so Mark Ronson, you may know, is a songwriter, producer. He did Uptown Funk yes. with Bruno Mars, He's right? very
1: cute, too. I think he's like he adorable. He a weird
0: pompadour thing.
1: It's fine. I don't know.
0: You can't really see his face ever. I kind of like it. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's for me. Right? There's no
0: accounting for taste. <laughs> So he was on Good Morning Britain. I think we've quoted the show before. <laughs> yes,
1: a lot happens. where we get all of our stories.
0: <laughs> it's a lot happened. The Daily Mail, the New York Post, and Good Morning Britain. Yes. <laughs> Those are our sources. The Daily Australian. New, news you can use. <laughs> um, and on Good Morning Britain, he said, "I feel like I identify as a sapiosexual." Um, and uh, this, a sapiosexual apparently is someone who is attracted just to intellect. Without regard to uh, uh, preference or gender or anything on that spectrum, it's just uh, someone's mind that he's attracted to.
1: I've never heard of that term
0: before. First of all,
1: that's fine. Maybe yeah. he's introducing should, a new term. Should
0: call things whatever they want to be called. Okay,
1: fine but if you look at his um romantic partners' yes yes historically- I'm, getting, I'm getting to
0: that i'm getting to that so um the the first the host host of of uh good morning britain congratulated him for being out and proud out as a <laughs> sapiosexual? <laughs> yes okay. he came out he came out he in public came out. right and there was a backlash backlash especially on gay twitter um At Michael A. Hahn said, sapiosexual Mark Ronson has been lucky only ever to find intelligence in very beautiful young <laughs> women, not a wizened old man or a nondescript middle aged person among his partners. And so a little bit of due diligence on this proves it to be absolutely true that he only, d- yes, he does happen to date uh people who are <laughs> both intelligent, but there's a Venn diagram. <laughs> And the other side of it is very beautiful young women. (laughs) Um, So he has only dated cisgender women. He has been married. He was married for six years to French model Josephine de la Baume. He dated Rashida Jones, who is both intelligent and beautiful. He attended the Academy Awards with SNL executive Rebecca Schwartz, who is also amazing person and and beautiful. Exactly. So... Uh, there's
1: a funnel so it starts <laughs>
0: right, he's removing the like friction he, in the funnel he's like, hmm,
1: <laughs> i will consider it all but. of his leads
0: are at the top <laughs> of the funnel which is all smart people but it quickly narrows to smart beautiful women
1: yes okay so mark ronson no, you no, full no. you're full of shit this is
0: full of shit you <laughs> are <laughs>
1: pretentious you are full of shit this is nonsense
0: just stick to writing songs yes yeah. we, we love your songs go okay. back Go back
1: in the sapiosexual closet. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Go back in the sapiosexual <laughs> closet. Yes.
0: You never know who you might find there. Nope. <laughs> shut it down. Okay, Rachel, you have one.
1: All right. So, um, Gucci, you know, is one of the hottest fashion brands in the world. Incredibly hot. Incredibly hot. And we've talked about the issues that they've had before. Remember when they had to take a blackface turtleneck (laughs) off of their website? (laughs) And then in the wake of that scandal, they hired a head of diversity, equality, and inclusion and started this board of diversity, which... but you know, it didn't work. There are still problems at Gucci. And so Gucci, they closed out Milan fashion week, which was this week with a collection consisting of straight jackets, (laughs) (laughs) which I mean, if you think about it, it might be the perfect thing to wear when they hit stores around spring no, no, no. summer twenty twenty. No,
0: no, no. But isn't that the whole point is that this is high fashion, it's inspiration, it's aspirational for people and fashion designers go and 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 make actual accessible garments based on the creative inspiration.
1: The dream the
0: dream. But I cannot find a path. <laughs> from straight jackets to anything that a normal human that would wear. That is
1: aspirational. I know. I know. They had like long dangling sleeves and buckles oh, and like the models Can you which, escape from them? N- and the, No, you can't. And the models were just kind of like staring ahead and looked really sad. Well, they were they, heavily medicated. They had RBF, all of them, and they were like on like a conveyor belt. Like they weren't even like <laughs> They couldn't walk. <laughs> they not even walking. They were like catatonic. Was a straight jacket
0: like on their legs as well? It, like... was
1: a, it was like a straight jacket jumpsuit. So Vanessa Friedman, the... <laughs> (laughs) The New York Times fashion critic described it like this: there were straight jackets that looked like giant coveralls, straight jacket smocks, straight jacket anoraks, straight jackets that buttoned up, laced up, and buckled up. Straight jackets for everyone. (laughs) So there were 20. There, 20, were, there were 20 twi- variations 20. of straight jackets. <laughs> yes. That, now, that's creativity. That, that requi- How yes. Do you pa-
0: that, uh, that's genius.
1: He he sort of, free- there was like a straitjacket of creativity. He worked within the straitjacket. That's what literally. unleashes the
0: true the, genius. The true
1: genius. Yeah, yes. You
0: have, to, you have to have constraints <laughs> in order to really flourish.
1: And so, yes. And But there was one um, model, a non-binary model named Aisha Tan Jones, who instead of keeping their hands down like all the other models held them up to display the words mental health is not fashion so it was kind of like a silent protest by one of the models but
0: isn't he saying mental health is fashion oh but it, she, was, she, was she protesting he, they, gucci? they they were saying yeah, sorry, pronoun.
1: protesting the very show that they were oh walking in or not walking them. in good, for, <laughs> good them. for them yes um so gucci was maligned again and had to then explain what they were doing and you have to wonder like they're clearly courting controversy like every time it's like that's their job right so but it's a
0: fine line
1: it is you have to really balk that line they did not they did not and so alessandro michele who's their head designer um told the new york times for me the show was a journey from conformity to freedom and creativity uniforms utilitarian clothes such as straight jackets were included in the fashion show as the most extreme version of restriction Imposed by society and those who control it. Wait, did they it. call
0: jack utilitarian clothes? Yes. Wow, I guess that literally is true. It has a use.
1: It, it does.
0: <laughs> the clothes have a
1: use. To keep people from moving.
0: <laughs> or Harming themselves and others. So, and isn't that really what we all want?
1: Listen, I'm going to be wearing that.
0: <laughs> Next <laughs> and, week,
1: <laughs> no, when they hit the stores in the summer of H&M, 2020, H&M right before Uniqlo. the election, it will be the perfect statement to wear to the polls. Oh, yes,
0: right, yes, yes absolutely. So,
1: um, so, so now, Gucci, Gucci, no, come on, think like, think outside the box, think ahead, think, 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 ahead. Two think steps ahead, think it through, think it
0: through. It's gonna happen, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, Gucci, shut this down yet again, shut it down, <laughs> Rachel. You have another.
1: So, um, okay, so I I just... This is very brief, but I want to talk about the Irish Rail. It's like the official...
0: <laughs> I was hoping we could talk about the Irish Rail system. It's been on my mind. Lately. Irish
1: Rail. It's like the official railroad of Ireland. And <laughs>
0: is there an unofficial railroad of Ireland?
1: Right, the unauthorized <laughs>
0: biography of,
1: of Ireland. <laughs> so yesterday they tweeted... Online bookings are currently unavailable. We are working to rectify the issue as quickly as possible. And I think the Irish people were in an uproar because they wanted to book their trains. Haven't they
0: suffered enough? They're going through (laughs) Brexit. There's so much uncertainty about their border with Northern Ireland. Now they have to deal with online train reservations (laughs) being
1: down. (laughs) How much can one nation bear? This they couldn't bear. So there was one irate customer named... (laughs)
0: Josh numbers?
1: No. Uh, Garrett Walsh, and he tweeted. What a funny name. Why are you? <laughs> no, but he was irate, and he tweeted numerous southbound trains delayed with zero explanation. It started at 6 50 a.m., same most days. Hashtag, we deserve better. And then he posted like a screenshot of like the, all of the delays. So there were like multiple trains, multiple delays, and Irish Rail <laughs> responded to him saying, <laughs> this was their this was their explanation. We are sorry for the delay. A pigeon got into the driver's <laughs> cabin and bit him. <laughs> How? Do pigeons bite? I have so many questions. I, <laughs> like does this explain all of the trains being late? Like but No, it's cascading through the system.
0: All it takes <laughs> is one Irish train how many how many pigeons does it take? It's like an old joke. How many pigeons does it take to stop the Irish rail system? One. Just one. <laughs> Just, one. Just one. Just one. Do pigeons bite? There's a pigeon <laughs> lady who's on the corner by my office. She like, she's I assume a homeless woman, and she's got like 50 pigeons like perching on her head, on her arms. And I say, do what you want, except your ability to carry pigeons ends when it flies into my face.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's disgusting.
0: It's revolting.
1: They're like flying rats. But so I don't, I just, right. So they don't bite. I've never heard of that. This is like a... I think they
0: can like graze you if they fly over your face. I've had that. I've had a grazing,
1: which is highly unpleasant. But like have they just given up like are they just like a pigeon bit the conductor like we we we're don't just know what tell
0: you what, there's no cover-up here we're just gonna tell you what happened <laughs> <laughs> judge us if you want
1: so i i think we need to find more information about this but um for now this is the we most do have listeners
0: in ireland if we you do. have uh, live updates Please we would tell love to us. hear from you
1: um this until is... then irish rail no nope. no nope. no nope. no nope.
0: no nope. it's disgusting um we do get boots on the ground updates. Uh, we weren't joking if you're in Ireland. You, we uh, we did a story a few weeks back that, Rachel, I think you have an update on. I
1: do have an update about an Irish story. So you covered this story of this 73-year-old Irishman named Brian Warfield, who plays in a band called the Wolf Tones. Yes. And like he, a
0: traditional Irish, Irish folk, folk band. band. Yes. So,
1: um, Brian Warfield is seeking to undo Britain's final act of Imperial expansion and claim the uninhabitable Isle of Rockall which is basically a rock under waves. A rock that you cannot even
0: get up you can't even pull a boat up to it because it's it's very dangerous He wants
1: to claim this for Ireland and so we had a lot of questions about how this he was going about this and I needed more information so I put out an appeal to my college roommate whose name is Louisa Benyon I didn't realize that's who it was Yes and she plays Irish music and lives in France I thought she just (laughs) might know somebody who knows something about this and so it turned out Turns out she she emailed me and she knows someone. She has two friends who are familiar with this controversy and very close to it. One of them is a Scottish guitar player <laughs> who used to fill in on tour with the wolf tones.
0: <laughs> and so the, the wolf tones are like a big deal. They're like
1: wolf tone adjacent.
0: <laughs> They're like groupies.
1: <laughs> and the other person is this fisherman guitarist who lives a near fisherman
0: the fisherman guitarist. <laughs>
1: Who lives near the Isle of Skye. Okay. And, and she put out an APB to both of these people to, to find out more.
0: more. Inquiring minds want to know. We need- I can't believe we're like two degrees away from, from the, the Wolf, wolf to- Tones. We basically live on Rock Hall Island. I
1: know. You should tell Madonna <laughs> to buy so- it. This guy named Ross Martin, the Scott, the fisherman guitarist, he wrote back, and he said that there was a guy from his village growing up named Tom McLean, who is a former paratrooper and adventurer who is the only person to ever inhabit the Isle of Rockall. Oh, my God. And so he stayed on the island for 10 days and set a world record, and he agrees with us. He said that the Wolf tone should go fuck themselves. <laughs> and, and do, I, I do not remember and, that that was our <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> And do what Tom McLean did, or shut the fuck up. (laughs) Put up or shut up. So so I just, I tell this story to show our listeners how connected we are, how committed we are to getting the truth. We do the
0: follow-up. This is news you can use. Next time you're anywhere in the British Isles, the Irish Isles, go try out Rockall. I hear it's lovely this time of year. You only need to be like airlifted in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and plant your just flag and there. who knows it's, what might happen. So
0: <laughs> That is amazing. Isn't Congratulations, amazing? Rachel. We This is how committed to our listeners. We, we are. are.
1: We, we are. We
0: go the extra mile.
1: Yes. Yeah, and... So thank you, Louisa for, for thank helping you. us out. Finding the, you're getting... a breath of fresh. <laughs> yes. <a total> breath <laughs>
0: That's of fresh. Amazing. Yes. So, um, yep to Louisa, but nope to all these rock hall maniacs, <laughs> rock hall maniac. Rock all, just no, stop. Just, just let the island and Wolf be. Towns, just rock and roll on your own Island. Don't, try to colonize Rockall. Nope. okay, wow, I am exhausted from all that. We went from the biggest stories of the globe corruption, all the way down to
1: resting bitch
0: face face on an uninhabited island in the Atlantic. It is finally time for our yups. These are our little rays of hope, our little beacons of light that got us through the week. Rachel, I would love for you to go first.
1: Yeah, there there were a lot of yups this week. There were a lot of beacons of light amid all of these nopes. But I I say the ultimate yup goes to the seven freshman Democrats who wrote that op-ed in The Washington Post, which I will link to um these are centrist democrats who decided to vote for impeachment again yeah, yeah. and they are all ex military people and they're all like from
0: purple states right purple these are the states. people who nancy pelosi claims she was trying to protect for not going for impeachment, but they're like, fuck that. We don't need your help. Right. Like, their
1: jobs are at risk. They just got into the house and they are they say there's some things that are more important than just keeping our jobs. I wish you other
0: know? people would uh, remember that our elected representatives. Yes. Um, I love them. Thank my you. my up goes to um, finally for some quality media. So I've been a subscriber to New York Magazine, which is not The New Yorker. It's New York Magazine. Probably for twenty five years, like it's and I, the
1: finest living magazine. It's amazing.
0: So many great. Uh, the movie Hustlers, you know, came out. Came from yeah, a Jessica story, Pressler. Yeah, yes. came from a story. Yeah, as did Saturday Night Fever. Did you know that? No, I did that not. Came from a New York Magazine article in the nineteen seventies. Anyway, great journalism. It's owned by the Wasserstein family, uh, from Bruce Wasserstein after he died and um, they were doing okay but it's hard to make money. They they own Vulture, they own a bunch of online properties. So Vox which is also a sort of digital native media empire. Like a hot
1: new media Hot site. new one with
0: great content, amazing podcasts including
1: Including, you know Pivot with Kara Swisher and Scott Galloway and Recode and all all these great podcasts. It's great. It's it's fantastic. One
0: of the few outlets that's actually doing like quality journalism. Amazing work, Right, yes. so they bought New York Magazine.
1: So great. But
0: they're keeping the integrity of New York Magazine, the the editors are staying the same there's no layoffs the like the whole editorial independence is still the same it's just one of these like really virtuous moves i'm sure it made economic sense um but like it's it's just bringing together two virtuous things that we want to help survive and this is like a good way that actually makes financial sense for them to do it it's not one like bailing out the other um and i look forward to the combined content of uh, vox and new york Media Me too.
1: Group. It'll be some interesting synergies. It's not kind of like Waystar Royco buying <laughs> whatever Royco that
0: cruise lines.
1: <laughs> Walter. Right,
0: <laughs> Walter. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Walter Okay. Nope. To all of that. Okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. We're getting so many great we're reviews. We're getting some good
1: reviews. Yeah. So thanks.
0: Oh, that's not, you were downplaying it. Some
1: good reviews. Yeah. No, we're getting we're fucking get, great yes. reviews. If you like this podcast, I mean, we do this because we love it. So if you like it to give us five stars yeah, and if you're not going to give us like, five stars don't people
0: ask us do you make money doing this and i'm like fuck no fuck like no we uh,
1: spend money we spend
0: money doing this <laughs> um I, I don't know i like i don't no, know I, I
1: mean not really but you know i
0: bought a micro i bought a couple of microphones <laughs> if
1: time is money time
0: is money it's yes. a time value of money <laughs> okay so no we're not getting paid yes we just want your love we want your we reviews. report to no one
1: you're... but we report to you so give us your reviews give us your feedback
0: okay thank you for listening it's been a terrible week it's been really fun to do this podcast though this has been this week in nope the
1: podcast where we shut it down wanna be my new friend we got a lot in common we can talk about nothing shoot the shit we got shit to show Yo, you want to meet me at the bar yeah Yo, you want to meet me at the lounge yeah Yo, you want to meet me in the club yeah Yo, you want to meet me dancing okay